It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Will an old rusty ship bring us peace or war? On August 5th, 6 China Coast Guard, CCG, vessels, 12 Chinese Maritime Militia vessels and 3 People's Liberation Army Navy, PLAN, Vessels disrupted the Philippine Coast Guard's, PCG's, delivery of supplies to the Philippine military contingent on board the BRP Sierra Madre on Eungan, 2nd Thomas, Shoal. Sierra Madre is the 100-meter World War II vessel grounded in Eungan since 1999, and occupied by less than a dozen Philippine Navy men and Marines whose mission is to fly the Philippine flag and assert symbolic Philippine sovereignty over the atoll. The Chinese Coast Guard fired water cannons on two supply boats escorted by two PCG vessels and executed blocking maneuvers to separate them from their escorts, prompting one boat that was supposedly carrying construction materials to withdraw and leaving only one, carrying food supplies, to complete its mission. The last time something like this happened was in November 2021, when Chinese Coast Guard vessels fired similar water cannons and blocked two supply boats engaged in the same mission. In both instances, there were no casualties but they raised tension between the two neighbors. This time, the Marcos government instantly filed a diplomatic protest with the Chinese embassy in Manila and summoned the Chinese ambassador Huang Xilian to explain the incident. But the ambassador said Aungan Atoll is within China's territorial waters, and that the Philippine Coast Guard had intruded into the Chinese domain. He was also reported to have reminded the Philippine government that it had promised to tow the derelict vessel away from Aungan Shoal. The promise was reportedly made in 1999 by President Joseph Ejercito Arap Estrada with the knowledge of Philippine Foreign Secretary Domingo Siazon Jr. and Defense Secretary Orlando Mercado, a former senator who now writes a column for this newspaper. Contrary to the claim by one pro-China propagandist, there is no known documentary evidence to support this claim. Those identified with the Estrada presidency dismiss this claim as fake news. Estrada, who was ousted in a judicially assisted coup in 2001, and retired from politics in 2019 after serving as mayor of Manila for two terms, has no recollection of this supposed agreement. His two senator sons, Jingoy Estrada and J.V.A. Hercito, have confirmed their father's position. Siazan, who served as foreign secretary from May 1, 1995 to January 20, 2001, died in Japan on May 3, 2016. Mercado has written about Arap's decision to run aground the World War II relic in Aungan but denies any promise made to the Chinese to move the vessel later. President Ferdinand Bongbong Marcos Jr., BBM, says he is not aware of any such deal, and that if such a deal exists, I rescind it as of this moment. This has prompted President Xi to say that even if China could prove that an agreement exists, there would be no point in doing so, since Marcos Jr. has already rescinded it. This statement seems to bode more problems for Philippine-Chinese relations. Should China insist that the Philippines is going back on its promise to remove the grounded vessel, we could see a replay of the post-Cold War situation in Europe when Russia claimed U.S. Secretary of State James Baker had assured Soviet leader Michael Gorbachev that NATO would not move one inch eastward after the end of the Cold War, and NATO did exactly that after the dissolution of the Soviet Empire. Vladimir Putin invaded Ukraine to prevent NATO from encircling Moscow. Will anything like this happen in the Eungan Atoll? After the last incident, the Philippine government will have to take extra precautionary measures to make sure it does not recur. 
One such measure is to conduct a joint maritime patrol with the U.S. Navy and put the next resupply mission under its protection. This would represent a marked escalation of the problem. It would also deepen the division among Filipinos who have taken divergent views on the Eungan incident. The country is basically pro-American, but China is not without its own supporters, and the government may have committed a serious mistake in allowing a Coast Guard spokesman to call some Filipinos unpatriotic and traitors. Name-calling is usually the province of power-drunk propagandists who use abusive speech as a substitute for reason and sound argument. If you are a Filipino, whether in government or in the private sector, regardless of your politics, defending and making excuses for China's aggressive behavior should deem you unpatriotic and a traitor to the Philippines and to our people, said Camo. J. Terriella, PCG Commandant, in an official statement. While I recognize freedom of speech as an important right guaranteed by our Constitution, it should not be used as a means to justify unpatriotic actions by acting as China's mouthpiece. Not many people are prepared to hear even the president say this, but it seems completely unthinkable for someone far below his pay grade to say it. Who is this Terriella to lecture us Filipinos on patriotism? Said one plain observer who was obviously pissed by his statement. To begin with, we do not even have a common view of the legal status of Eung and Shoal under international law, he explained. While the Permanent Court of Arbitration at The Hague ruled in July 2016 that China's claim to most of the South China Sea by virtue of its so-called Nine-Dash Line had no legal basis, it did not rule that Eung and Shoal was part of our national territory either. As far as the experts, including our own Department of Foreign Affairs, are concerned, Eung and Shoal is a low-tide elevation that is part of the Philippines' 200-mile Exclusive Economic Zone, EEZ, and cannot be appropriated and subjected to sovereignty claims. It is therefore a disputed area over which neither the Philippines nor China can claim sovereignty. So while it may be unfortunate that not all Filipinos have shown enough outrage over China's offense, to call some Filipinos traitors is a far more grievous mistake. The only truly unpatriotic act under the circumstances is to use the unfortunate incident as an excuse to promote greater enmity and conflict. Fstat at gmail.com